This is Better Call Paul, where we give you terrible advice based on our limited experience. Hey, Paul, what's your problem? Uh, I got my got my dish bill, and it was twice as much as it normally was. So I gave them what? So I gave them a call, and they said, "Yeah, the uh, the promotion you were on is over, and this is what you pay now." And I said, "No, it's not. I'm done." <laughs> wow. Which is which is what happened twelve months ago. When they got me in this price plan with this discount, uh, and I even had a reminder on my phone to call them, but I ignored it because I wasn't sure what that reminder was for. Mm. But but when I when I tried to cancel, how did you uh, phrase the reminder? Uh, called Dish Network, mm, and you couldn't figure that one out. Uh, I just wasn't sure, you know. Okay. <laughs> past Paul is always screwing over present Paul. So, right. so you did what I usually do and just ignored it and said, eh, it'll probably work itself out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, but, so, so Bill, yeah, so anyways, so I called them and, and I began the process of canceling my dish, where 12 months ago I had failed and ended up with a whole bunch of extra stuff at the price point I was looking at. Um, but this time around, I just went through with it and had them shut it down. So... You were with Dish, mm-hmm. um, having just gone through this myself. How long from the time you told them that you wanted to just be done with it? How long were you on the phone trying to be done with it? It was less than fifteen minutes. Hmm. Uh, how the, many times uh, did you have to tell them? Oh, god! I had to talk to two different people. Mm-hmm. Um, the first person. The first person uh, had to hand me off to a account cancellation specialist, mm-hmm. uh, which then uh, that person started throwing deals at me to try to get me to stay because I am a valued customer of 12 years, mm-hmm. which was a shock to me, but there you go. No, it's it's accurate. It's accurate. Because I just hadn't thought about it that I've been a dish customer for that long. Uh, and then, you know, in your head, go back and try to add up all that money. But, but I'm not going to do that. Uh, so they had given me the, they had given me the discount. I had taken advantage of it for a year. I had amassed over 300 hours of programming on the DVR they sent me and they're sending a box for me to send it back. So this is where cutting the cord really gets a little hairy because I've got, I've got about two weeks to watch 300 hours of TV before I have to send the box back or get charged astronomical fees for their mm-hmm. equipment. What are you I'm, doing recording a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You get shows to watch, man. Yeah, you well, do. see, and that is, that is part of the main reason that I decided to quit them is because I think I really need to reclaim my life from watching way too much TV or okay. having the overwhelming obligation of TV waiting for me to watch it. Mm-hmm. So 
when I called um, before we moved, and I said, uh, you know, uh, I called them and I said, I, I want to just cancel my service. And so the lady right away was like, well, is there anything, you know, wrong with the service? And I said, I just don't want to pay for it anymore. And we're moving and this is a good place for me to make a clean break. And she goes, well, what if we could give it to you for $25 less, uh, you know, a month? And I said, unless you told me it's $10 a month, <laughs> I, I, I just want to get rid of it. She goes, oh, okay, well, um, hold on just a second. So she puts me on hold. She comes back after not even a minute. She goes, well, I just talked to my manager, and we're, uh, she's been listening to the uh, phone call the whole time. And I'm like, creepy. <laughs> um, <laughs> really? And Which, uh, she's... Did you hear... <laughs> Somebody getting off on me trying to cancel. Part of your bill goes towards having duplicate people handle all the phone calls. You just hear like, yeah, yeah, take off five more dollars. Yeah, do it. Do it. Uh, but uh, so she comes back and she's like, and I think at the time our, our bill, I don't remember the exact number, but it was around $100 a month, right? So uh, she she offered at say 75 a month and then she comes back and she goes well after i talk to my manager we're willing to um uh keep you as a valued customer uh at um she gave me some figure a, a year and i can't do the math in my head right now but it basically was 30 dollars off a month yeah. <laughs> and i'm like no i said unless you give it to me for none dollars a month <laughs> I, i'm done so I mean, I was on the phone for, maybe I'm conflating it in my head, but it, it seemed like an hour. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I just, guys, guys, I just want to get rid of it. So then she goes, well, okay, after she finally conceded, she goes, well, we'll, uh, we'll send you two boxes in the mail to send your two uh, cable boxes back. And I said, hold on. When I started your service... And I said, hi, Dish, I've never been one of your customers, and I'd like to be one of your customers now. You guys sent a van out to my house. You put a dish on my roof. You strung wires all throughout the house. You hooked up these boxes. Uh, you were super nice and everything. And now I'm done, and you're like, we're going to send you some boxes in the mail. I said, I want you to send a van out to pick these up. <laughs> and she's like, that, that's not how it works, sir. I said, why doesn't it work that way? Right. So then they didn't send the boxes. <laughs> Um, I, it was about two days before we're moving, and I'm like, hey, you know, where the hell are these boxes they said they were going to send? I called them and said, they, you know, you're going to have to send them to the new address now. So then we get here, and then nothing shows up. So I have to call again. So they finally send me two boxes. I open one up, I pack it away, I put on, like, the pre, uh, like the... The label. The label, yeah, the UPS label, because I, I wasn't paying for it. So I pack that one away. I go to put the other one in the box. There's no label. And I'm like, these people are fucking with me. They're just <laughs> they're just being really passive aggressive about this. Hey, are you hey. sure you're not paying for it? They told me I was going to pay $10 a box. Oh, boy. Uh-oh. <laughs> We've caught them in their world of lies. Yeah, they sent me a return label. Um, uh, so then when... Uh, at this point, I'm fed up with them, and my wife calls him back and says, can you just send me another label? Three days later, I had 
two full boxes sitting on my doorstep. So, New hardware in it? Like with it was the return boxes. They were empty with the labels in them and everything. And I'm like, son of a. <laughs> so they they didn't let me go easy. Yeah, they are fucking with you. Yeah. My box just came today. How how long do you have now? Did you say two weeks? I think I have thirty days from the call, but it's been a week for the boxes to get here. So I'm planning on leaving a week for the boxes to go back. Which, mm-hmm. if it's UPS, and I didn't even look at the call tags to find out, you know, I know how long it takes UPS to get from one place to another. It'd have to it'd have to go to one of the coasts for it to take five days. Right. So you've got but I'm, how many hours left the DVR now? We've cut out a lot of crap. Yeah, I was going to ask what what have what has made the cutting room floor? I I can't give you a list right now. Oh. Uh, I know I just finished American Odyssey. Uh, I just watched the last recorded Hannibal I have. Most of the shows that I'm finishing up watching, Keely has already researched and found out that they've been canceled. But I, I've got that completionist in me that I want to just, I want to see the rest of the season that I have. Uh, and Hannibal's been canceled, which we've established. Which pisses me off because I forgot about that when I watched the last episode and they're talking about, they're showing scenes from next season. Oh, and I was just and I was telling Keely about that today. I was like, "It looks like they're catching up with uh, Silence of the Lambs for next season," and it was like, uh, "That's canceled." It's going to get picked up by Ask Jeeves. Oh, yeah, that's a good place for it. Cross your fingers. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah i I think we just let all of our DVR stuff go. I mean, we we caught up on a couple things before we moved, but once they got packed up, they didn't come back out. Did you um, Did you have a Hopper and a Joey? No. Yeah, we got in before no. all that. Did you? Yeah. They uh, last, you know, 12 years ago, they upgraded me from my ancient DVR 722 to the Hopper, which has a lot of nice bells and whistles in it. But it, mm-hmm. but it really does. It just it makes things too accessible, and it is a total time suck. What, what was the difference with the, the hopper stuff? Okay, so the hopper automatically tapes prime time on the four major networks from seven o'clock to eleven o'clock every night. It holds those recordings for forty-eight hours. You can weed through those and tell tell it to record the series for you from now on. Uh, so every season, as there are new shows, you catch them on the primetime live and <laughs> tell it to record them. And now you've got... Now you're watching all the damn shows. Right. Now you're caught up with um, Blackish. <laughs> Wait, uh, what is that? Blackish? Uh, Lawrence Fishburne joint. Oh, barely. He's barely in it. Yeah, he, oh, so it's your producer? favorite show. Oh, he... No, it's a... I think it's a decent show. It's pretty funny. I don't but think I'm not I've sure. even heard of this. So it's it's that and uh, Fresh Off the Boat make me really question... Um, should I be laughing at these things? Fresh, Does that make Fresh me Fresh Off the Boat made me laugh really oh, hard. Yeah. Like the first 
episode or two, yeah. and then it got it fell off. Oh, is that is that the one with the Asian mm-hmm. family? Yeah, yeah, or Asian American family? Yeah, yeah. We watched like the pilot that. episode, and I was like, we need to record this. That's funny. What uh, uh, what station was that on? What um, broadcasting? ABC. Yeah. So we said, I don't think I've watched ABC since Desperate Housewives. And you watch Desperate Housewives? No. no. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't even know if that was on that station. Oh, Tony, okay. I, I think it was. I think you're right about that. It just seems like um, that's... It's either that or Fox. No, I think it was ABC. Okay. What show is that? Desperate Housewives. Desperate Housewives? Yeah, I, I need to add it to the show notes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say I need to add that to my DVR. No, so that was one of the one of the other drawbacks of of using the primetime live was never knowing or caring what shows were on what channels. Oh mm. right. So I don't know what these channels these shows came on. They were just there, <laughs> and because they were taped on primetime live, the hopper would do the hopping function, which means for every commercial break, you see the first second and the last second of the commercial break, and it skips over everything in between. Oh, wow. So, Didn't can't make the networks happy. Well, well the, the compromise was the one second. So. <laughs> hey, we showed them commercials. Look, we, we've, got, we've got research that says all the selling is done in the first and the last second of the commercial. Everything else, just fluff. But it's not so the, commercial. the commercial. It's the commercial like. break. So there could be five commercials in the middle that you never see. Nah, you, that again, all fluff. Yeah, all the first commercials are like fire stuff. <laughs> so when you go from watching live TV to watching a DVR that you can skip through the commercials yourself, this is just so much beyond that. Where you don't even have to touch the remote again until your show is over. Right. Yeah, that is neat. And it was just, um, yeah, I like that. I kind of have that. I, I have that with Netflix. Yeah, well, they don't have any commercials in them. Uh huh. At that point. Yeah. Yeah. It's really nice. Yeah. You, you know, a thought occurred to me. I think it was this morning in the shower. You know, like one of those dumb thoughts that hit me. Like, I understand commercials on network TV. I don't necessarily have to pay for that, but I was paying a hundred dollars plus. A month for all these channels I didn't watch, and then the ones that weren't networks were still showing me the commercials, uh, unless I was like watching HBO or something, and then I'm paying an additional fifteen bucks a month for that. Right. Yeah. So I'm like, how I'm paying all this money, and they're still throwing all this advertising down my throat. Well, I think you can talk to anyone who has Hulu about how upsetting that can be. Hey, I ha- I have Hulu. Oh, like the repeat commercials? Oh, yeah, repeat commercials. But, I, I mean, I, I have Hulu. I can tell you about it. Would you like me to tell you about it? Sure. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't mind. You it, don't mind telling us about it, or you don't mind the commercials? I don't generally mind the commercials. I actually enjoy, like, having a break. Um, <laughs> this is just too com- entertaining. Can you I, just throw something at me I don't care about? I don't know. I... It, Alright, if it's a show I'm really interested in, I don't want to break it. Um, but if it, sometimes I just want to have something on. You know, for instance, uh, I've been watching Friends on, who, uh, not who, Netflix, and there, mm-hmm. there are no commercials. And that's not really how I want to uh, view Friends. I kind of 
want to just have it on and like be flipping through Twitter on my phone or, or whatnot. If you have time for friends, you might need Prime Time Live from Dish Network. <laughs> I don't have time. And just for tape everything. <laughs> Buy our stuff. <laughs> and then it just flashes the logo for whatever it is that first second. <laughs> right. You know, I mean, I've read, I've read articles online about people complaining about the Hulu stuff, and I, I get it. You're paying for it, and you have to have the, the commercials. That, that, that kind of. It it does get annoying, um, but as far as like cable, you know, I I thought the same thing as you, Adam. Where, you know, you're, of course you're paying for it and you're getting the commercials. But I I understand in that sense they still they have to get they have to have the infrastructure to get you those channels. They mm-hmm. you know they can't really just send those all over the air to you. Yeah, but that, I mean, isn't that what my monthly payment is footing the bill for? Well, like the that, that's what I'm paying for is your service and your infrastructure. You're paying for two people to answer your phone call and only hear one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. And then it I also takes a lot of money to keep the satellites up there. Yeah. Dude, don't don't go any lower. Don't don't. Shh, shh, shh. There's a whole I'm separate soundproof room where they are where they're placing wagers on what price point you're going to settle on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that that just felt so gross. Especially when whole... when they went from we'll give you give you this service for seventy five dollars a month, and then they switched and said we'll give you this service for this much a year. Like you can't do fucking math, <laughs> right? Like they they just thought, well, if I reframe, reframe it, and now I'm offering a bigger number, yeah, you know, and I'm like, and I literally like right after it, I went, that's just thirty dollars a month. <laughs> You went down five more dollars. Right. Thank you. <laughs> you keep moving that needle, uh, maybe, but I don't have the time for this phone call. So um, I always yeah. assume that whenever I'm on the phone call with a corporate entity, uh, I'm at least being recorded, if not listened to, by several people. Well, the whole time I was thinking I should be recording this. People have had uh, yeah had had luck with posting that when they when they go south. Right, I I I can make you feel a little bit better. Um, One of the many times I called to cancel AOL, I actually (laughs) ordered one of the books they tried selling me. (laughs) Wait, what? What was it about? Was it about email? Uh, It was probably. I don't. I don't remember, but it was. It wasn't anything I needed. Internet shortcuts. (laughs) They don't want you to know about. (laughs) Become king of the chat room. Um, yeah, I remember being in the room at least once when you called the cancel AOL. Uh-huh. And, uh, that was, like, my first experience with that whole dance. Right. Um, and, and I believe how I canceled AOL was I canceled my credit card. <laughs> that's, that's how I ended up uh, canceling AOL. It's like, you know what, you can't get money from me anymore. Well, I remember you, you called to cancel. I, I, I want to say it was present more than once. Oh, yeah. I mean, you were there pretty much the entire time I had AOL. Yeah. And I, I remember you'd be like, I want to cancel. And it didn't even take that long. And you ended up getting six months free. Yeah. Like, All right. I'll call you back in six months. Yep. <laughs> I am familiar with that. 
My original I, dish phone call was was uh, three separate phone calls in about three hours. What of, to order? Whole, no, when I was canceling, oh, okay. failing at canceling twelve months ago. All right, mm. was that the first time point. you tried canceling? I think so. Were, were you just threatening to cancel opening? No, to no, deal? I really, I really wanted to be done with it. I've been listening to so much about cord cutting and everything, and we were trying to find ways to save a little bit of money. And Keely was like, "If if they can give it to us for fifty bucks, then we get all the new crap." Okay, and she, <laughs> and she put that price point there because she thought there was no way they were going to match it because she really wanted to cut the cord then too, and they matched. Okay, it. all right. They didn't match my none dollars. <laughs> I really was really hoping it's going to take about seven more phone calls to get to none. <laughs> uh, I'm like, is this worth my time to get to zero? Right? Is that a thing? <laughs> no, no. So, the, well, the, this time around, the first offer was we can take thirty five dollars off. Then she did the thing where she talked to a supervisor, but it was a more convincing like three minute hold she never said that they were listening in though you're right that is creepy but then she's like I I was authorized to give you your your existing deal for another 12 months and I said no and when the phone call ended like almost immediately Keely got an email from Dish (laughs) why don't you come back yeah (laughs) Well, technically, I'm not gone yet. We can save you. We can save you six hundred dollars over five years. Yeah, if, if you opt into premium programming. No, I can save myself twelve hundred dollars a year <laughs> by just holding steady. Thanks. Right. Yeah. What? Well, I get it at work sometimes where people ask me for discounts, and yeah, I mean, I can I can work some of that stuff on my own, but if I let if I let people know that I'm the one that's able to do that, then they just keep pushing. Right. So I say, well, let me go talk to my manager. So I get up from my desk. I go talk to my manager. I say, I've got these people back here. They want more money off. I'm going to give them 5%. She goes, that's okay. So how's your weekend? And then we just <laughs> talk for a bit because I want them to think I'm actually trying to. Can they see you? Do you do arm waving and shout, you know, shout gesticulations? Yeah. 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 Like, Damn it, like they you, deserve it. Right? You put your hand around your manager's neck and throw her up against or him up against the wall and you point out at that the people and you go out I give her I give her the Bart Simpson throttle. Right. <laughs> then you go back out there. Well, it was a little rough in there. But I got and you an extra. I did not want to give that to you. I really had to go to bat for you. Right. <laughs> yeah, that and that usually works. People just want to feel like they're being considered, I guess. I don't right, know. right. Now, do you, um, like, do you get a bonus for not giving them too much off? I really don't have much to do. Like, my boss is in charge of the the margin and the profitability. Uh-huh. And I have to be aware of that. Like, I'm supposed to keep my margin at a, a certain level. But and I, and I do so she usually trusts me with that kind of stuff. It's not like I do that on on every job. So if I tell her this is the only way I'm getting this sale because I know they're looking elsewhere, 
you know, she, right. she kind of trusts my judgment on that. Do you ever just raise the price arbitrarily or non-arbitrarily? Um, they're dicks or something? If it's... <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. You waited too long. The price just went up $12. You want a kitchen with mirrored ceilings? Oh, fuck this. Oh, man. <laughs> that is an upcharge. <laughs> I gotta call my mirror guy. Um, it, that's usually <laughs> accidental. I, I've had a few where... <laughs> that's just called overcharging. Yeah. Well, I've had a few where, like, there was a glitch in my program where it was charging too much for something. What's your I, what's your I, what's your uh, program's program's name, Bob? Yeah, yeah. It's, let me go talk to Bob. <laughs> um, the uh, there was a glitch where it was charging too much for a certain upgrade, and I, I like just recently there was one that I didn't catch that on. Mm. So I gave him the price. He was fine with the price. He paid the price. And so then when I go to, um, uh, you know, enter the the costs and everything, I give it to my boss, and I'm like, "You're gonna you're gonna like this one." And it was like, you know, fifteen percent more than it normally is. Right. So. <laughs> Did you give that guy his money back? No. <laughs> I mean, we. It, it's kind of a. That's kind of an abstract thing. I mean, if I sit in front of somebody and I say, this is the thing you want, you told me what you want, I drew up what you want, and it's this much, and he goes, that's good, all right. Okay. Then we're kind of, you know, we're kind of good. Like, what I do is kind of abstract, because I'm building, like... Right, right. You know, as a kitchen designer, I'm throwing all these parts and pieces into the into the thing. It's not like they're like, hey, I want this um, one flooring skew... And I saw it over at Home Depot, and it was four dollars and twenty five cents a square foot. Right. You can't. Well, my uh, my brother uh, Jeff, I want his kitchen. <laughs> I heard you guys did it. I want that. Right. Well, are you aware, sir, that your house is nowhere near? No, no, no. Stop. Tape? Stop. I want that kitchen. <laughs> Done. Eight thousand dollars. And nope. I'll kill your brother. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm not allowed to talk to the customers. <laughs> hey, neither am I. Sir, to properly do that, we're going to have to harvest the soul of your brother <laughs> and impart it into this design. Oh, wait a minute. Let me go ch- let me go talk to my manager. <laughs> he says he says we can kill your brother and you can move into his home where the work's already done. Now that's a time savings you can't find anywhere else. Yeah, yeah. And he says harvesting souls is cool. <laughs> Uh, normally we don't allow any kind of voodoo <laughs> or uh, riffraff. Bonus package? You're going to get his wife. <laughs> Hope you like her. Tony, you cut the cord a long time ago, right? Uh, multiple times. Okay. Let's see here. I think I cut it for good the end of 2012. Okay. That sounds right. Because I remember watching the football season that year. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and and I was going to ask you, Paul, like, what are your expectations now that you've cut the cord? Because I'm going to be honest with you, there are definitely times when I do miss it. Mm-hmm. Um, especially for me, especially during uh, football season. I know, Paul, for you that won't be a problem. Yeah, uh, you know, being the big football fan that you are. Um, but there there are other times where where I do miss 
you know, just regular television. I've got, you know, broadcast TV, over-the-air TV, and that and that, that works, and I've got plenty of entertainment. So it's not like I'm lacking, but, you know, sometimes I, I look at the, you know, the deals they send me in the mail, and I'm like, if it weren't Comcast, maybe I would, or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I Really what I'm holding out for is a la carte. Mm-hmm. I'm just tired of paying for, you know, all I those bet, I bet that's channels. 10 years away. Okay. Before and whatever end. I have to do to help that come along, that's what, you know. It, I mean, you could be like, I can't wait for um, a la carte to come out and still pay the cable companies. Mm-hmm. You know, so screw it. They can keep their cable box. I'll keep yeah. my money. Yeah, there is something to say for just having whatever you want at the ready whenever. Um, and, you know, we talked about it last time where it, it almost becomes like some sort of hobby trying to find the stuff that you really want and seek out the stuff that you want. Um, and I haven't, I'm going to miss it, I think, when I enter football season, but at least I'm in a, I'm in the Chicago market and mm-hmm. a lot of that stuff I think I'll be able to catch. Right. We'll see. So my expectations are to pick up a lot of balls I've dropped in my life neglecting things uh, you know there's there's. Paul are you aware you have two children exactly <laughs> <laughs> I, I'd, li- I'd also like to play more music around the house instead of having a TV on all the time okay. my, my kids are plugged into their iPads most of the time I can't I can't really blame it for that I love screens screens are amazing I like touching them but, uh, yeah, I'd like to play more music around the house. I'd like to get more things mm-hmm. done around the house. Yeah. And I just uh, I just found out about guided access mode on iPad, which is wonderful for kids. Yeah. It, I don't know if you've ever used it. It locks it down. and Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Um, yeah, so I can open one app, and that's the app she's in. Yeah, my kids can't handle that. Oh man, I need that yeah, for I'm my sure get, oh, get out for of this. Get out of this. How do I get out of this? Get me out of it. Uh, my <laughs> biggest issue, like you guys have football, and uh, we're just, I'm not saying anything. You're not going to say anything about what I'm about to say. I have Doctor Who. There's, there's going to be somewhere I can find it. It's probably not going to be legal, and I'm going to live with that. I'm okay with it. Um,. I don't, I don't know if it's on Netflix, but I know there was Doctor Who on Netflix. Yeah, but I'm um, ready for the new episodes of Doctor Who. Okay, like how they're at least how a important season it, behind. And, and that's what I was going to bring up. Like, how important is it for you to watch it day of or week of? Well, I have to at least see it before Moz sees it. <laughs> well, you might have to go to his house and. That's what I told him. I said, take I, some chloroform. <laughs> I said you might just find me outside your window just just watching. <laughs> I think there's someone in our bushes. Oh, that's just Paul. <laughs> turn turn the volume down so he can't hear it. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Yeah, you can probably with your smartphone hook up the uh, you know remote function. Do I iPhones have that? For what? Like a like my Android, I can I've got a quick remote function on my phone. And you can kind of sync it with any TV anywhere. Oh. Probably be really fun in an airport. <laughs> uh, you can turn on subtitles or something. That doesn't seem like something that's allowed on iPhone. Mm. I had the yeah. dish remote for 
for my phone, but you have to log into your account for that. Uh, yeah, my daughter made our remote disappear. <laughs> no. So I couldn't find it at all. And I'm like, hey, I think I've got that function on my phone. So that, that worked in a pinch. Newer yeah. models of the hopper will actually call the, the lost remote the way cordless phones used to mm-hmm. call the handsets from the base. I don't yeah. think I ever had that. Had one of those. The we, Hopper. We all, this is an, this. This whole podcast is sponsored by Dish Network and the Hopper. <laughs> it is an amazing tool, but I wanted my life back. the The other <laughs> cool thing it had was the main unit, and I wish it was on all the satellite units. Allowed for Bluetooth headphones. Oh, that's nice. That is nice. Oh, so you could just sync those with the you sync. Yep, and then. Oh, Listen. Do you use those? Uh, did you get those Bluetooth headphones when you had that deal of the day? Yes, thingy? I bought two pairs. I gave one to Keely and oh one for gosh. myself. And I've had. I really liked them up until the point when I washed them. Oh no! Water and electronics, man. I just don't understand why that's not a good thing. So yeah. uh, I let them dry out, and they worked for a while. But like three weeks have gone by, and they just started not holding a charge. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I was going to guess that. Yeah, I've got a pair. I, I use them a lot. I like them. And I went searching for them, and I think I found them for like 10 bucks cheaper than I paid. Yeah. Oh. I'm real sorry about that, Tom. Oh, well, I, let's I take a break for it. our sponsor. Dish Network, please don't cancel. <laughs> that's right. If you All do, right, we're back. If you do, our manager will be listening. <laughs> <laughs> Did you tell him we're recording this? <laughs> that usually gets them to come back. Yeah, it's going to creep them out. <laughs> uh, um, I can't handle your request, but from a customer service standpoint, I can transfer you over to our ASMR specialist. Just a moment. Hi. Uh, Thank you for using Dish Network. We're very glad you've been a customer for 12 years. We need to, uh, I, I think I need to take, We. I bought one of those, um, like, flat antennas that oh, just yeah. kind of hang on the wall. The, like I the think eight. I need to move it. It's, some of the channels don't come in great. That's a little annoying. You guys have HD antennas? Yeah. Yeah. You went out special and bought those? Yeah. Mm-hmm. My father-in-law... My father-in-law bought one. Uh, he has it mounted. It has a rotor and a remote. Mm-hmm. And I went to research them, and the internet basically told me that there's nothing special inside an HDTV antenna. Okay. All right. What's your point? Oh, I have an old-school antenna on my roof that I plan on hooking up to my TV, and I just, I don't know. I thought everybody got scammed. Did you get scammed? Well, it I didn't. Seem like it. I didn't have an antenna to begin with, and it was like twenty dollars. Oh, okay, twenty twenty five dollars. I think I paid uh, forty or fifty for mine, but I got the one that has. I think it's a fifty mile radius, and I actually pick up stations from Milwaukee as well. Wow, that sounds so. legit. Now, is yours uh, powered? Yes. Okay. See, I don't. I don't have. Mine's not powered. So it, yeah. it doesn't amplify the signal. 
it was like ten dollars more for the powered one, so I said, yeah, might as well. Might as well. My antenna is uh, from twelve years ago when I joined up with Dish Network, and local channels weren't included on the Dish. They oh just, yeah, they gave you an antenna, and uh, they mounted it for all for free. And now that's their folly. That's their downfall. Yep. Everybody's getting antenna. You should have told them that. I'm going to use your antenna. I will be using... They'll send me a box for it. Yeah, I was going to say they're going to send you this giant box. (laughs) Without a shipping tag. (laughs) That'll get them. I put it in the box and I left it on my doorstep. It's it's your problem now. I'm sorry there was no tag on it. Hey, are you guys all caught up with um, Mr. Robot? No. Funny you should say that. But I I don't mind spoilers. Oh, I wasn't. Oh, there will be no spoilers. Exactly how it ends. (laughs) There will be no spoilers because I don't have cable, Mm -hmm. and I have Hulu, who has been gracious enough to let me see the first four episodes, but requires me to log into my provider for the fifth episode. Ooh, which means Paul, you need to torrent that shit for me. Well, have you gone to amc.com? I have before. Why? That's where I watched the episode I was missing. Of what? Mr. Robot? Yeah. On amc.com? USA. Sorry. USA. USA. Um, Uh, Shows are so good. Inside the USA app on my on Keeley's iPhone 6 and my iPad 3, uh, we watched we watched that with no prompting for passwords or whatever. But I wondered if if we're getting our internet from Xfinity, are those credentials yeah. Comcasty enough to get us in? I, I wondered that myself. I'm not sure. Because um, I did go to Mr. Robot uh, or USA Network before um, and it wouldn't let me. Let me try. Let me try now. See if it works. Um, yep, sign in with your TV provider to watch full episodes. Hmm. Now I'm hoping that, like, after did you a week, go to that website through Chrome uh, Incognito, or are they know. looking at cookies? Ooh. Are they looking at cookies oh, on your point. machine saying he's been here before? Give yeah, him the I'll stinger. Tr- I'll try that. Um, new incognito window. Uh, Typing USA Network. Clicking. Oh, there we go. Slash Mr. Robot. <laughs> Not who is Mr. Robot. I think that's going to be a different site altogether. It's just their adver- uh, No, sign in with your TV, TV provider. So I'm I'm hoping after a week they'll let me watch it. Oh, okay. Oh. I I mean I'm hoping that I didn't have that problem the first four episodes. In AMC fact, said all their shows are available the day after they air. On AMC.com or whatever? Yeah. Really? That's what it said. Because I was watching uh, Halt and Catch Fire. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. And Humans. Oh my goodness, those are two good ones. With or without credentials, though? Without. Okay. Are you sure? Yeah, I just went to the website and... Hmm. (laughs) Clicked the button. Watch it. Yeah, Mr. Mr. Robot seems to be a pretty good show. I really like it, but I I had the uh, I made the misstep of actually going online and like reading mes- message boards. Uh, no, <laughs> you were in the Reddit. Do that. Uh, well, I went to Reddit uh, among other places, 
And pretty much the thing I was afraid of seems to be what everybody else is afraid of, too. Yeah. yeah. You telling me that, and then, like, before I started watching it, uh-huh. uh, then I was able to kind of keep that in mind while I was watching individual scenes, and, yeah, I think I think that's right. And and then, um, not, the, not the latest episode, because I haven't seen it, but the one before, there was a scene where Mr. Robot, or I, I don't even know if he is actually Mr. Robot, um, but anyway, Christian Slater's character actually talks to one of the other characters, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, sweet, but it turns out it's a drug-induced thingy, majigger. Yeah. So I'm like, you yeah. mother, motherfuckers. <laughs> there, there is a moment in this last episode, I think the one that you haven't seen, where he... He directly talks to some of the other uh, F Society guys. Okay. But it's still, like, ambiguous enough that, mm-hmm. you know, I wasn't entirely sure. Like, but did they talk back to him? I think, but my thought is if the theory that people are proposing is true, uh, maybe it's... it's Mr. Robot is just kind of in place of, uh, is it Elliot? Yeah. Yeah, Elliot. Uh, you know, maybe that's just that Elliot. side of his persona coming out. Yeah. No. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> I, you know, and it probably shouldn't take away from my enjoyment of the show, but I don't, I don't want to show with that shit. And I don't, I don't even know why, but it's like I don't think you need that to have an interesting show. Well, I, I'm, I'm kind of thinking that I, I can't decide if it's obvious enough or if it's obvious because you kind of talked to it, it talked about it before I started watching it. But at this point, it seems if I didn't even know that information, it, it seems like it would have been obvious enough. And I'm hoping that there's some sort of wrinkle in the story that still kind of comes out of nowhere. Christian Slater just seems like the type of character in general to be like at the end of the series. I was always real, you motherfuckers! Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, it's interesting, though, and I really love when a show grabs me. And I was... I kind of warmed my wife up to it like I keep hearing about this show Tony and Paul are talking about it I'm hearing about it on Twitter I think we should give it a go and especially in this post uh, cut cable world you know we're we're willing to find things uh, that are new and she she took to it right after the first episode she wanted to watch another one right away so so that's good yeah yeah that is, that is good she's uh well, have your spouses been watching it as well, or just you? Um, I know I watched an actual... No, wait, no. No, I haven't seen an actual broadcast of Mr. Robot, so no, my wife has not. Okay. I got Keely into it, and she was like, Oh, an- another Christian Slater's a super hacker show. Did you catch no. the last one? I think it was on the WB. I'm going to say probably not. <laughs> yeah, I liked it a little bit. Was it Heather's? No. <laughs>
Breaking In is the series I'm talking about from 2011 to 2012. Yeah. I think I've seen a lot of stuff that Christian Slater's been in. I saw True Romance. Yeah. And I can't think of anything off the top of my head. I, I'm sure I've seen something. Yeah, I can't. I, I remember seeing Heather's when I was younger. Um, I can't think of anything else he's in. I know he's been in a lot. He used to do a Jack Nicholson impression. Okay. He seemed he seemed like a younger Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Yeah. Twenty years ago. Yeah. I think he was being slated for that. No pun intended. <laughs> groomed for it, more likely. I watched The Shining for the first time like a year ago. I've never seen it. It's, Wait, it's what? Yeah, I've never seen it. The original movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Kubrick classic. Is yeah. Is there a remake of that? Yeah, there was a no. mini series that was supposed to be more okay. based on the books. Okay, that's right. That more king driven. Make it. But oh, that came out. It was a mini series. Yeah, with the uh, the guy from Wings playing the Nicholson part. Joe Hackett. Uh, to- Tony Shalhoub. The fu- <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Lowell? When he got done dusting the whole place, he went after it. M O O N that spells moon, right? Sure does. That was another miniseries. That was another Stephen King miniseries. Yeah. Um, Coach, what? No, uh, uh, Dauber. Yeah, Dauber. Dauber. That's what I said. What? What the hell is his name? I don't know. He he does um, he does uh, Patrick Starfish, the voice Does of he? the voice oh, of yeah. Yes, yeah. Wait a minute. Wait wait a minute. Wait. Lowell from Wings. No. no. Dauber from Coach. That's the same guy. No, it's not. M O O N. Yeah, no. Those are two different people. No, that's the same guy, right? Lowell from Lowell. Wings is almost Jim Varney. Yeah, almost. No, come on. I've got to look this up now because you guys. You guys are pulling my chain. No, those are two different people. I'm sorry. It's the same guy who played the Sandman in one of the bad Spider-Mans, right? Yes, but that is not Dauber. No. From Coach. Hold on. (laughs) You guys are wrong. There was some surgery, plastic surgery. So... You had a face-off. Dauber was Coach, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he he was in Coach. He wasn't Coach. (laughs) Yeah, he was not the Coach. He was a coach, I think, or like a assistant coach. Um, so, Dauber. Who is Dauber? Dauber, 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 Dauber. Is there an actor's name here we're looking for? Sure. And that is Bill Fabermackey? Sounds right. <laughs> Fabermackey? So, that was not the guy that was on. No, yeah. you're right. Okay. I know. I'm tracking. We told you this already. <laughs> Awesome. Thomas Hayden Church was Lowell. Ah. Yeah. Wasn't he in a show with the girl from Will and Grace? Maybe. He was definitely the guy that was the Sandman in the Bad Spider-Man movie. That's another another movie I haven't seen. The Bad Spider-Man movie? I don't remember if that was like the third one. I think I saw the first one with was it Toby McGuire? Does that sound right? Yeah, I think that was the third one. Well, I saw the first one, is what I'm saying. And that's oh, the last one I've seen. 
I, I think I know the answer to this question, but did either of you watch uh, Wayward Pines? No. It's on my DVR. Uh, yeah, I, so I watched all ten episodes. You recommend it? <laughs> I, I recommend the first nine episodes. What? What is that? <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, well, the first nine episodes, Adam. <laughs> uh, let's see here. It was produced... Okay, I'll save I'll save who it was produced by for later. Um, it was a, a like a standalone series. It was a ten episode series, and they've talked about doing a second season, but it was designed to be just one season. Okay, and it was based that on never goes wrong. Yeah, right. Um, it was based on three books, which are fairly new. Um, and it stars um, who's that? Who's the guy that stars Paul? Matt Dillon. Matt Dillon. Yes. Okay. So he's he's like the star of the show. Anyway, so uh, the beginning of the series starts where he wakes up from a crash in Wayward Pines, and he can't get out. Um, everybody's acting weird under the dome style. So yeah, okay. I don't know. I haven't seen that. Don't. Um, so, so, all right, let me tell you, uh, I'll repeat what I said. He wakes up from a car wreck in a town. Everybody's acting weird. He can't get out. Who produced it? Chad Hodge. Stephen King. <laughs> Not Stephen King? Well, okay, technically Chad Hodge. Um, who else was involved in this? And no, it wasn't Stephen King. David Lynch. Okay, good good guess. Uh, actually, it was M. Night Shyamalan. Oh, okay, alright. That's the twist part. Yeah. <laughs> well, there, um, like five episodes in, you learn what's going on with the town. And I mean, it's a great twist, and there are a couple other great twists. But the ending... I, the ending was so bad... And so it was. It was in a night Shyamalan. Yeah, you know, after after it was done, I'm like, okay, well, I got to go on the internet and find out what everybody else is saying. And like the first, the first uh, headline was like, the ending was M Night Shyamalan. I'm like, yep. I just I remember watching the Village. That was an M Night Shyamalan. Sure was. Yes, it was. And I was watching that with um, Jay and Sarah. I think it's when we were living together. So we're watching the movie, and I don't know if either of you saw it, but um, it's like set in eighteen, like the late eighteen hundreds. Yeah, uh, ish. In, in like a, a village, apropos to nothing, I guess. But um, <clears throat> I, I swear, like halfway through the movie, I turn to Sarah and I go. find out this takes place present day and this is just some some sort of weird commune and sure enough right at the end sorry everyone spoiler alert um like somebody tries to escape climbs over a fence or something and a cop car drives by yep and i'm like and she she looks at me and she's like damn it you ruined the whole movie did you see it tony (laughs) no no, I didn't. Sorry. Yeah, I've seen. I think I've seen all of his movies and I've enjoyed most of them, or yeah, enjoyed them all, but only most of all of them. Does that make well, sense? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, um, like the last twenty minutes. 
<laughs> well, let, all right, let me pull up IMDb because I'm not sure how many of his movies I have seen. So, okay, uh, yeah, Sixth Sense was a one. Uh, I thought that was great. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I didn't have any problems with that. Although I, I have to admit, after after watching it the first time, I just can't watch it again mm-hmm. because I know the ending. Mm-hmm. Um, Unbreakable. I did not know he did that one. I enjoyed it. Me too. Uh, Signs. I liked it, but I had a lot of problems with it. Mm-hmm. It was like Wait, um, the biggest problem. Aliens who are allergic to water shouldn't yeah. come to an eighty percent water populated planet. Exactly. I just remember the foil hats. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see here. The village I didn't see, and of course we just talked about that. Lady in the water. I don't even remember that one. Lady in the water was with uh, uh, Peter. No, O'Toole. No. Yeah, Peter O'Toole <laughs> was a guy. He was a lady. In the water. <laughs> he was, he was in, in the water. Paul Giamatti. Paul Giamatti. Was, uh, yeah. And then a bunch of other people I've never heard of, actually. Mm-hmm. Wow, okay. No, I never. thought it was an interesting movie. Uh, and then, like Adam said, the ending. Did you see it, Adam? I, I know it's... I don't know if I stuck with the whole thing. I remember watching it. I don't remember the ending of that at all. I remember a lady in the water. Yeah. Uh it mm-hmm. was like uh, it was like an apartment complex in the super. Uh, they had a pool in the middle of the complex, and mm-hmm. some people saw the lady in the water, and uh, that's all I remember. Well, well, I remember mm-hmm. the ending. Spoiler alert: there really was a lady in the water. Oh, oh. spooky! There was Weird. a twist that there was no twist. That's the twist part. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he had to. Yeah. But now the happening, come on. Yeah, the happening. Well, let, let's go back to the lady in the water uh, oh, real quick. Uh, on IMDb.com, the rating out of 10 is 5.7. Mm. All right, now we'll get to the happening. And looking at this, Adam, here stars Mark Wahlberg and Zoe Deschanel. I feel Deschanel. like you have something to say about this, Adam. I don't think I ever saw it. Oh, no, really? I, did, I didn't. And it's got... I'm fairly like, certain that this is where all of the impressions of uh, Mark Wahlberg come from. <laughs> Say hello to your mother yeah, for yeah. me? Say hello to your mother for me. Wait, okay, no. I think I maybe remember it. There was a guy with a red beret and the other guy with glasses. No shit, that's what's happening now. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Rerun? Okay. Uh, it's got, okay, it's got Mark Wahlberg and Zoe Deschanel, yeah. both of which, like, like, if you told me, hey, there's a movie with Mark Wahlberg and Zoe Deschanel in it, I'd be like, I'm down. I will watch that movie. And it's also got John Leguizamo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Deal breaker. And then a bunch of... No, 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 no. I like John Leguizamo. Uh, uh, and a bunch of people I've never heard of. So, the uh, you want to hear the uh, the thing? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What people, else are we going to... What else yeah. are we talking about? Uh, so he's walking through the city. All of a sudden, people are dying like crazy. Nobody's really sure what's happening. They're running to. Uh, hey, I know what's happening. It's <laughs> happening. <laughs> they're they're running out to like uh, uh, rural places to get away, thinking it's some kind of disease. Uh, you know, real uh, Walking Dead type scenario. And okay. then the twist is. Are you ready? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
It is spores from the plants that are fighting back against mankind. Awesome! I don't. That is what's happening. Yeah, I don't remember how they they fixed it. I don't remember how they survived. End scene. Okay. Well, and the this tree guy... falls on Mark Wahlberg and it's over. But nobody hears it. Wait, Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> You can't even get A-list talent anymore. <laughs> you know, guys, I've got this great idea for a movie, and I've got the perfect guy for the part. It's Mark Wahlberg. I, I couldn't get Mark Wahlberg, but this guy... I'm sorry, did you say Mark... <laughs> did you say Mark Wahlberg? Yeah, Mark Wahlberg. He's a big star. He's in the movie with that teddy bear. Uh, so this got on IMDb.com a 5.1 out of 10, so obviously a good movie. What, what year did that come out? 2008. Oh, wow. That was that long ago. Okay. Yeah. Was What's he be- done since then? Well, he found uh, Optimus Prime in his garage. What? What? You, what? The last uh, Transformers Air- movie? The last Airbender? Uh, no. The, well, he the did last that Transformer. One. I know. No. Oh, you're talking about M. Night? I thought we were talking about Wahlbarg. <laughs> <laughs> Wahlberg found a Optimus Prime in his barn. No, no, I don't remember that. I have not seen that movie. I don't think it's a truck at all. I think we just found a Transformer. <laughs> Say hello to Optimus Prime for me. That's right. I, I, the only Transform, tra- Transformers movie I saw was the first one. Yeah. And I think we saw it at a, a drive-in. It was like a double bill with something else. It was really hard to watch it at drive-in. There yeah. was just too much going on. Sure. Um, well, it just was. I mean... I think that was a universal criticism of the movie. Like, it was hard to tell what robots were what. And I don't get into action movies much anyways. I guess I'm not the prototypical guy. But um, it was really hard to follow on an outdoor screen. But I, there was a part... We were there with friends. And there was a part where I literally laughed out loud. And everybody looked at me. But um, who's the uh, who's the main Decepticon guy? Megatron. Megatron. So, it, as I remember the movie, um, the Transformers are assembling because of some impending doom, and Megatron was frozen in the Arctic. Is that what it was? Yeah. Okay. I remember. I remember now. So there's a scene where it cuts to Megatron, who's waking from a thousand year slumber in the Arctic. Mm-hmm. And he and he comes to and the first thing he says is, I am Megatron <laughs> <laughs> And I remember laughing so hard at that, like why would he announce it to no one? <laughs> like the penguins or whatever. <laughs> hey well, polar bear. I am Megatron. Well he he doesn't know how life has evolved in that ten thousand years. I guess. I don't Maybe know. those penguins uh, are gonna they're going to want to know. But the very next morning, we slept in a little bit. I woke up before my wife, and I sat straight up, and I go, I am Megatron. <laughs> I'm sure she appreciated that. Yeah, how how many did. points did that get you? None. <laughs> All right, so moving on. 2010, The Last Airbender. Nope. Starring a bunch of people I've never heard of. That's based on an anime. Yeah. I haven't seen any of it. Well, they got uh, on IMDb, 
imdb.com 4.3 out of 10 so ever since at least lady in the water he's been getting worse has has he done anything since then okay yep after earth i don't even remember that uh that's the one with um will smith Smith. and jaden smith and that was written that was written by um gary witta okay who i i enjoy have you seen it i have not yeah i started (laughs) watching i started watching a pirated version of it and uh the sony player i was watching on said you should really buy this if you want to watch it yeah, there's something in the decoding of it uh, oh. sometimes. <laughs> so, oh, and then man. that hard drive crashed, and I think that got panned pretty hard. What were the star ratings on that one? Uh, this got four point nine out of mm-hmm. ten. So we got a little bit better from the last Airbender. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of the modern science fiction is really uh, judged harshly. I have well, liked most of it. Um. Well, let me look up. Um. What was Elysium? Yeah. Okay, I'll I look like up Elysium. Um, but that's not the one I was thinking of. What's Oblivion? the one? Okay. Um, Interstellar. Okay. Uh, all right. All right. Slow down. Slow down. <laughs> Come on, quick. Oblivion got a seven point oh, so not terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, I really liked that movie. Me too. I haven't seen it. Um, name of another movie that you already said that I've forgotten already. Interstellar. Interstellar. Well, I we already know it. Everybody hates this. I haven't uh, seen it yet. Yeah. Well, it got an eight point seven. So apparently, a lot of people didn't hate it. Wow. Oh. I've I've heard really bad things about it. What was the um? Kind of was just thinking of one. Chappie. Um. Oh, Elysium. Elysium. Yeah. That was one. Six point seven, so not terrible. Um, not, what was the one that came before Chappie? That, that was Elysium. No, no, um, no, like from the same director creator, Chap District Nine. Yeah, it was District Nine okay. and Elysium. Then. Oh, I'll, really? I didn't know he was part of Elysium. Yeah. District yeah. Nine got eight point zero. So, I mean. Maybe critics didn't like word it, of, but people on word IMDb.com. Word of mouth from com. podcasts that I've listened to. I like District 9. I haven't yeah. seen the other ones. Yeah, that's the only one I saw of those three. I, I enjoyed Jackie it. was bad. Uh, I don't know what you guys are talking about, so let me look that one up. Chappie. <laughs> what, I think it's I-A-C-H-A-P-P-I. Yeah, 7.0 for the rating. I don't even know what it is, though. It. Came out within the last year, so it's mo- it's more of this. Uh, oh, utop- okay. You know, um, there's a police force that is all robots, and this one is a Johnny Five. And okay, I all just right. watched Short Circuit again. That movie, that movie holds up. Cool. <laughs> Are you sure? Uh, I enjoyed it again, <laughs> but not the sequel, right? Too much racism I- in the sequel. <laughs> I haven't seen the the sequel in a long time. Doesn't our mutual friend Jay watch jo- uh, not Johnny Five? Um, Short Circuit. Short Circuit two every year. I don't know. <laughs> I think he does. I think it's that's part of a thing. rehabilitation program he's in. That is where Ko Durf came from. Yes, I always wondered where that came from. Yeah, because the the bad guy was Fred, 
and there's some point where Johnny Five is malfunctioning, and Fred tells him to do something, and he goes, K.O. Durf. K.O. Durf, yeah. Yeah. Ah, the 80s, when they thought that malfunctioning robots would just say things backwards and not just kill you. (laughs) How stupid were they? Well, yeah, they were mild racist overtones, I think, in most movies from that era. Stephen Fisher playing the Indian guy. Who's Stephen Fisher? It's the guy who played the Indian guy in Short Circuit. Did you yeah, see the I, robot movie with Antonio Banderas? No. Uh, nope. The movie was called Automata. Automata. <laughs> and if you like robots going awry... Adam, you're, you're wrong. The dude's name is Fisher Stevens. What? Fisher Stevens. He was born Stephen Fisher, though. Okay, there we go. <laughs> Apparently uh, from Chicago. I saw right through his little... <laughs> Little game. He was in it's the Grand Budapest time. Hotel. I'm guessing he was playing an Indian guy in that too. Probably. I don't think that guy has one lick of Indian in him. No. No. It looks like he has blue eyes. Mm-hmm. I am sitting here beside myself. <laughs> well, you know, at that time we all had that accent. <laughs> I mean, we've all used it. That's what I mean. <laughs> oh. <laughs> There was a, a, a time, or actually it was a pretty long time after um, Team America came out where my wife and I, when we greeted each other, we would say, Oh, hello! <laughs> like Kim Jong-il yeah. uh, from the yeah. movie. And, you, and I remember there was, I think we were in Vegas on vacation, and we were on a, I think we were on the, the shuttle, like the monorail. Yeah. And uh, she did something funny, or something. I don't know. She just she looked up at me at one point. And she goes, "Oh, hello!" And I look at the end of the train, and it's nothing but like, <laughs> I think they were Korean. And I just look at her and shook my head. <laughs> she looks back at me, and I'm like, "Not, not, not cool everywhere." <laughs> yeah, that sucks. So, Paul, your problem is cutting the cord. <laughs> did we solve it? Uh. Yeah, no, did you have a problem? I mean, Tony actually probably previously uh, informed me of my problem, uh, and Netflix was one of them. And I canceled the dish or the disc portion of the the program. Yeah, it's a. I don't know if that's cord cutting or not, but it's uh, it's something that I needed to do. I don't think I, I don't think I would have done that right after cord cutting. I think I would have held on to that for a little bit. Well, no, I have Netflix streaming. Uh huh. But just not the disc trading portion of it. I mean, Netflix streaming is nice, but it does lack a lot of stuff. But if you do, um, if you do the streaming on the disc, they bill you twice. Right. And two different price points and. Oh, so it's like two separate programs. Yeah. 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 So, do you feel like the previous conversations we had about cutting the cord led you to cutting the cord? Yeah, it was definitely something I considered. Well, I feel like we've helped people. Yeah. (laughs) Or help all of us. Yeah, one. We'll find out what I do with my spare time now, whether or not you've helped me. And all that extra money, too. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you already started. You went to the beach today, right? That's true. I did go to the okay. beach today. Uh, if you've ever been to uh, New Buffalo Beach... I, th- I think we all went there one time in high school. I don't recommend it, 
uh, if you don't like walking on red hot razor blades, you should just avoid that area in general. Are, are they used razor blades? Well, no, I mean they're they're, they're rocks. It's not oh. actual razor blades, but there's not like a bunch of junkie needles laying no. around. No, and- I mean, I certainly wondered as I skated across them. <laughs> That's the problem with the Great Lakes is they're not really beaches, but more of kind of where the land ends and the water begins. Well, I think that's the definition of a beach. What was really neat was from the rocky shores about 50 feet out, there was actual sand under the water. But up until that point, it was just crazy rocks and, and the uh, the more you're out of the water, the more gravity's taking a toll on you and gravity takes a large toll on me. You know, all that pressure on my feet on this hot, yeah. pointy... It was it was really bad. And then I made my children walk across it, too. You must earn the beach. <laughs> yep. I, I wonder if they dug up all the sand after that kid uh, fell into the giant hole. Was that... That there? was at a sand... That was at a dunes. And it, there are, Yeah, it, it was Lake Michigan. Okay. Right. Somewhere be, probably between New Buffalo and Chicago. Yeah, I think that was in Michigan City. Yeah, which is just south of New Buffalo. For those of you without a map, yeah. Right. Now, Keely asked me today, why did we always go to the dunes? Warren Dunes. Is it, is it because of the sand? <laughs> well, there are so many beaches across, uh, across the Great Lake of Michigan. Yeah. <laughs> why did we choose there? Well, Michigan, like the... The coast of Michigan, I guess the farther you go up north, the, the better it gets. Really? My, yeah, they, they have um, like a gold coast of sorts that I know has been rated on like top vacation lists and everything. It's supposed to be really nice, some of the, the dunes and, and beaches up in the, not like, you know, UP part, but like getting up near there. Except for the but, sinkholes. Yeah, except for the sinkholes. We I've never been up there. We're, we're uh, the family's talking about doing a vacation where we drive around the Great Lakes, um, like we the trip we did a couple years ago when we went out west. So who knows when that will be? But that sounds fun. Yeah. <clears throat> well, you go to you go to New Buffalo for Redimax. I did go to Redimax. Yeah, I saw that. Did you know that already? Okay, so yeah. You're not mind-freaking me. This is... No. Um, yeah. I don't really understand. It seems to be a decent place. I don't exactly get the draw. Eh, I don't... I've never liked the beach. I'm not a beach guy. No, I'm talking about Redimax. Oh, did you eat their burger? No, I had a Reuben. That's the draw. Stop <laughs> eating Reubens, Paul. <laughs> but I like Reubens. And I see a direct correlation between Tony not liking the beach and him liking burgers from Redimax. Yes. Well, I don't like. I've only been there twice, though. I don't like the sun. I don't like the sand. If it could just be water, I'd be alright with that. Water in the shade. Would you? That'd be nice. Would you rather go? All right. Would you rather go to like a pool, a beach, or like a lake house? Ooh, lake house sounds nice. <laughs> Fuck Mary Kill. Beach, 
lake house. What was the other one? Uh, pool. Boat. No, pool. Yeah. Pool. Pool. Yeah. I, Is the pool indoors or outdoors? That's outdoors. I would not consider myself a germaphobe, but when I think about when I think about the pool, I think about all the people who go in there and probably kids specifically that pee in there and yeah, there's so much chlorine and other chemicals That's, yeah, in there. So I wouldn't. There's even chemicals worry about in it. there to keep you safe from that. There are less That's chemicals true. in the lake, although there are more parts per million of water versus human feces uh, waste product in the lake. So, well, so I understand the chlorine argument, but I, I think about like there's also filtration. Did you, did you just say I don't even want to hear your argument? Is that what you said? No. Oh. I don't even want to hear what you're talking about. <laughs> Listen to my stance on pools. This is a pretty good discussion, Jeff. <laughs> like, I think about, like, it's 90 degrees out. You're going to a pool. You're all hot and sticky. You get all that detritus that gets <clears throat> caught up in between your butt cheeks and everything, and then you just jump into the pool. And you times that by 150 people in the pool, and it's just a bunch of butt juice in the pool, and I can't. I, I'm not. And then, then you go into a lake, and it's a bunch of fish poop. And yeah. I, I don't. Well, it's not I'm just out. fish poop. It is aquamarine life that has died. Yeah, you're swimming in a big old toilet uh, <laughs> slash graveyard. <laughs> slash, it's a toilet graveyard. Well, I like and the way then, a pool smells, so I'm going to a pool. And okay. then there are uh, the birds. Oh, don't get me started on birds. And the birds, the birds that don't even live in the water, and they poop in it and leave their poison feathers in it. Fly over and poop in it. And you're swimming in that. Yeah. And then your kids are in there, and they're taking water in their mouth and spitting it out. And yeah. yeah. Well, the uh, the ocean takes care of that one, because too much too much salt water in my children, and they throw up. <laughs> How many times does that happen? Uh, twice each, I think. I heard, I heard your son swallowed an iPhone six. <laughs> Is that where that thing went? Man, I should really be checking his stool. Uh, All right, guys. Yeah, let's wrap this up. Please visit BetterCallPaul.support for roughly more of the same of what you've heard here. You can send emails to contact at bettercallpaul.support. Be sure to state if we can use your name or read your email aloud. Or call into 574-334-7726. We won't answer the phone, but we might play your message on the next podcast. We can be found on Twitter, Tony, at Druid42, Adam, at Manual Nerds, and me, Paul, at the Guru Forty Two. Use hashtag ABCP to get in touch with us on Twitter.